0: Listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now.
1: My name is Barry Allen, and I'm an innocent man. I'm being framed for something that I didn't do. He
0: stood among us a wolf in sheep's clothing. This is the only way. Tell everyone you're the Flash.
1: If everyone knew my secret, we would never be able to stop running.
0: It's a brand new episode of the legendary Flashing Arrows of Tomorrow, where each week Glenn and I sit down to discuss the DC Triple Shot on the CW. Although, we should probably think about renaming the show for at least a few weeks. Anyway, Glenn, do you have any uh, decent ideas for uh, for some names? The Well, we the, could drop the arrow. The black flashing the, 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 lightning the, arrows. Yeah, the, yeah, the flashing lightning. The lightning flashes for tomorrow. <laughs> uh, well, either oh, well, I mean, the, so the podcast is known. I mean, we call it the legendary Flashing Arrows of Tomorrow on the website, but as far as it's as far as it's actually known, like on Apple Podcasts and all that stuff, it's still just listed as Flashing Arrow, and it's for the sake of simplicity, it's probably always going to be listed as Flashing Arrow. So even if we get rid of Arrow, which we very well might after this season. Oh, uh, I, I might not even give it to the end of the season. <laughs> well, I'm on uh, the completionist in me. I don't, I don't, look, I don't know how many episodes Black Lightning. Everybody, we're, we're, we're going to be discussing Black Lightning, the newest DCCW show, uh, largely because there is no Legends of Tomorrow and will be back until February. And it's pretty damn great. Uh, I don't know how many. It's a 13-episode run. Oh, okay. So it's not going to span the whole rest of the season. So I don't know. We'll we'll see. Uh, again, by the we we're, we're gonna give it until when Flashing Arrow comes back, or not Flashing Arrow. We're gonna give it until when Legends of Tomorrow comes back. This podcast is already back. Uh, when Flashing, <laughs> when uh, I don't know, said it again. When Legends comes back, uh, we'll probably there's too many there's too many of these shows, Glenn. Uh,
1: there are. When,
0: when Legends comes back, we will uh, see if uh, we may end up in fact replace Arrow. It seems highly likely. It's not Arrow's not uh acquitting itself very well so far, one episode in. Uh to the the second and half. And Black Lightning is one episode in. Yeah, and it has acquitted itself much better than Arrow, that's for sure. Uh all right, let's start with the Flash, season four, episode ten, called The Trial of the Flash. Barry is standing trial for the murder of Clifford DeVoe when uh Cecil representing uh with Cecil representing him. Uh, Cecile, not Cecil, uh, Cisco, (laughs) and, and it'd be a whole different person. Cisco and Joe have to leave during the trial for a meta investigation in which a meta caused people to collapse. Hmm. Singh reveals to Joe that he is appearing as a witness for the prosecution against Barry, the Meta is eventually discovered as Neil Borman, a Meta who produces radiation, causing radiation sickness, and uh, the collapses. Of course, Barry takes him on, but is still equipped with, uh, but is ill-equipped to deal with the situation. Cisco and Killer Frost travel to the scene where Caitlin tries to freeze him, and he quickly defrosts and incapacitates Caitlin. Barry creates a vacuum seal around him to contain the radiation. Was Cisco transporting all of the radiation to Earth-15, which we are assured is a dead Earth, uh, draining the meta and defeating him. Barry is eventually found guilty by the jury and is sentenced to life in prison. Glenn, what did you make of the episode?
1: I thought it was... Uh, it was okay. Like, it wasn't great. It wasn't bad.
0: Uh, yeah, considering where they left off, it was uh, an intriguing cliffhanger They didn't come back very strong here
1: no you know it's kind of your courtroom gotta get barry in jail kind of thing so yeah you know, there are a couple of good moments i mean i like the barry going so fast that him and iris could have like a five minute conversation yes. uh, like that was pretty good and then and also know, made iris
0: the... look like a complete idiot as
1: well yeah because she's like then, your honor uh, yeah and then him leaving to you know go uh, stop that! You know that whole thing. Yes. Like I thought, I thought, those were two good moments, and then him talking to what's his name. Uh, and then the stuff with yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the thinker's wife was good too. Devo, Devo. I don't know why I blinked.
0: Yeah. But yeah. Well, he's not Devo. I mean, he is DeVoe, but he's not in DeVoe's body anymore. I can't. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, he's he's.
1: I mean, he get out of it himself. So.
0: Yeah. Uh I like how they sort of immediately downplay the importance of all of this Barry being found guilty and going to prison. Uh by them mentioning well it's not like they can act nobody knows he's the flash. So it's not like they can actually keep him in the prison. He can escape whenever he wants to and can still be the flash and solve crime or whatever. Uh I did like I liked I, him being in his dad's cell too. Yeah, I thought that was a great touch. Uh, I I actually really enjoyed the cross cutting between the judge giving one of those dramatic judge speeches <laughs> about you're the worst criminal I've ever seen. You've shown no remorse, and it's cross cutting with the uh, policeman, you know, giving oh, you a yeah. flash accommodation, talking about how heroic he is, and he saved everybody's lives. Uh, yeah, I liked uh, I liked that the stuff with Iris and uh mrs devoe i like that uh i like that exchange part of me was wondering why she wasn't just recording her saying it because she like very easily got her to be like hey cut the crap we know it's an act and she's like ah yeah got me yeah it's an act yeah you know
1: you know she was a reporter
0: yeah but also if the other party doesn't know it
1: is it can't i don't know how the state laws work for uh central city But I know, you know, if the other party doesn't know they're being recorded, it is dismissible in court. Uh, Yeah, that's
0: true. That that is probably correct. Should have done one of those things where she's broadcasting into the courtroom. It's like everybody can hear it. Uh, Yeah. And and there were a couple of times Barry probably could have easily gotten off if he was like, ladies and gentlemen, Barry Allen is actually the Flash, and he was trying to stop a metahuman who is super duper smart, who is setting him up. And yada, yada, yada. You probably would have gotten off uh, had that been the case. And Iris does try to do that. And then, as you noted, Barry runs in, has a very long conversation with her within the Speed Force. I like how they don't... Ex- She's like, how are you doing this? And he says, I have no idea how I'm doing this. Uh, so <laughs> just, they just made it up so they could do it. Uh, and then, of course, it leaves Iris kind of looking like an idiot. She was just like, uh, I just wanted to say that... Barry is innocent, and that's all. Thank you for your time. Uh, <laughs> it was weird. Uh, for the most part, I like the episode, though. Boy, did they have a boy? Did they ever have a throwaway villain of the week? It's just this. I think I guess they just needed something for the other guys in the cast to do because everything was yeah. so focused on the trial. This seems like a really potentially dangerous metahuman, too. And they sort of just dispose of him pretty quickly, so... Yeah, clearly he's not a bad guy. He's not a bad guy? Yeah. He doesn't really come off as one either, you see. Well, I mean, he's like,
1: I'm sorry, I can't do this. You know?
0: Yeah. He has no idea what's happening to him or why it's... Um, it's weird that it only started manifesting today, apparently, with this guy. Like, all these other people's powers manifest uh, so much earlier on, but apparently this guy had no idea until just now. Uh, I don't know. We don't know his backstory, Glenn. Maybe maybe his whole family has died from radiation poisoning and he didn't know why. Uh, it just, yeah, it's one of those for convenience things. These TV shows do that an awful lot. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was okay. I don't know. What would you give The Trial of the Flash? Uh, like a three and uh, a quarter. Uh, that's exactly what I gave this episode to. A three and a quarter. It was okay. I felt like they could have done better. Uh mm-hmm. Than what they left us with, but uh I kind of have some high hopes for next week. It looks like it's going to be a Ralph intensive episode, and uh I am a big fan of the title of the episode. It looks like it could be a lot of fun. Uh let's talk about the debut, season one, episode one of Black Lightning on the CW called The Resurrection. We knew this day would come. Do you remember why you became Black Lightning? You wanted to give the people hope. You wanted the evil that's out there to have something to fear. This city needs you. Black Lightning is back. We pray at night for the helpless Hoping you get us through breakfast Wishing somebody come save us Black lightning's back, come to shock the haters Woke up in the ghetto, well, need our hero back Guns clapping, gangs active like where we at Black lightning need to strike like where we at Show us another way beside these guns and crack Nighttime suit up, this for payback. This our Superman, Robin, and the back. Step back, you might get shocked off of contact. This was for the hood, this for being black. We ain't got no hope, they chillin' every day. I mean, we need you in every way. We need results. We need so, after his daughter, Anissa, is arrested for protesting, high school principal and former hero, superhero, Jefferson Pierce is again, pulled over for a crime he did not commit due to the racial tension that is prevalent in his community. This is some good Wikipedia writing right here. Uh, (laughs) The last straw comes when his youngest daughter, Jennifer gets in trouble at a club owned by a gang called the 100. And he is forced to use his powers to rescue her. Gambi, his mentor and friend urges him to become black lightning once more but Jefferson refuses to break the promise he made to his ex-wife Lynn to give up Heroics in the hopes of reconciling with her. A 100 gang banger, Will and his friends abduct Jennifer and Anissa from school despite an agreement between Jefferson and the gang and Lynn frees him from his promise for their daughter's sakes. With Gambi's help, he saves the girl, uh, the girls, but is unable to find Will's boss, Lala. After being brought to the head of the 100, Tobias Whale, by his two underlings, Lala is instructed to kill Black Lightning. Anessa's trauma activates her own powers, causing her to break a sink in half. What did you think of the premiere of Black Lightning, Glenn?
1: I thought it was really good. Hmm? I thought it was actually really, really good. Uh, felt like... They borrowed all the best things that each one of the shows do.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: like, I think they did a lot of, like, what Arrow thinks it is. you know, <laughs> With his character. Like, oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, like, his importance in the community and that kind of stuff. But I actually really believe it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know, knowing that there's collateral damage, you know, stuff that you learn a lot, especially in the Flash. It, it's not just teamwork. It's not just teamwork makes the dream work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with Legends, I thought that some of the dialogue was, you know, it's like kind of lighthearted, especially with the kids. I thought mm-hmm. the kids were great. Like his daughters mm-hmm. were really, really good. Yeah. Um, and I would say like when you, like the first thing you see, with the Tobias guy like having someone get eaten by piranhas it's like oh, okay yes. you know it's very easy to say this is like Luke Cage but they're actually very different shows yes because I mean like his standing in the commuting, and all that kind of stuff like it's comes from a very very different point of view and a very different um part of his life too so mm.
0: Agreed. I just I I
1: just, I just thought it was really damn good. Like I as soon as it ended, I, that's when I messaged you. Like I don't think I'm going to watch Arrow anymore and we should just have this show on here cuz this is great.
0: Well, I, I want to see I want to see where it goes, obviously. Surprisingly uh, violent. I mean, he like he yes. fucks some shit up. He does indeed. <laughs> uh for sure. Uh I mean, so so watching this, I feel like though the intent was to get some of the Luke Cage vibe Um, I don't know if it was quite as successful as Luke Cage was in that regard, but I find the premise of this show to be a lot more interesting, although I'm a little worried that what I am presented with in this episode might not be the premise of the show going forward. I sort of like the idea of this older superhero who uh, kind of retired, became like a school principal, is raising a family, and he's kind of quit the superheroing to sort of reconcile his relationship. He's determined that is more important to him. And obviously, you know, everyone knows why uh, vigilantism and superheroing and stuff is uh, wreaks a lot of havoc on relationships. I find that all super curious, and I like that. Although some people have raised the questions, it seems to other people who are reviewing the show, that it felt obvious to them, maybe it's because this is a CW show, And having an older man be the lead in a CW show is weird. And a lot of people are thinking that he might be stepping aside and the show is going to really be focusing more on the girls and they're going to take up his mantle or something along those lines. I don't know how interested I am in that. I kind of like the idea of them being there, developing powers and stuff, because this is one of those things that this is the thing that has sort of wrecked his life, wrecked his relationships. And now his daughters could be going through the same thing, trying to be like a superhero parent, you know, and that's one of the things that made the Incredibles great was looking at superheroism from this completely weird perspective. And I like it, but I don't know if I'm going to like it as much if the show is really about his kids and not about him. Cause I like I, I like the girls performances in this uh, in this episode but I was really more drawn in by him Cress Williams who plays uh, yeah Black I mean he was, he was actually he was great he's a great yep.
1: lead I I could see where maybe after the first season they might transition away from him hmm which uh, I think I would be okay with because I think they, I just thought they did a really good job in the pilot, like really setting the stage, which is usually, you know, it's kind of clunky. You don't get everything in a pilot. But it's like, you you know where he is, he stands in the community, you know what he's done, um, you know what his kids are perceived to be. Yes. Um, so it was, I mean, yeah, I just, I thought it was really solid. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I could see it turning into. More of uh, about the kids, but I th- which on uh, some of the Black Lightning stuff, you know, like that Justice League episode. I mean, he's the older guy and he kind of has that his own little young ragtag group of Teen Titans, mm-hmm. so I could see them turning him more into a mentor role, yeah. But yeah, I'm like, yeah, I kind of hope they wait just a hair mm-hmm. before they do that. But I'm fine if they go in that direction. I definitely think it would feel different than what we've seen before.
0: Sure uh, I kind of I don't know I, I sort of like the idea of of him in the lead because I sort of get the sense that this isn't a character you're gonna see showing up in the superhero team up. like I feel like this would be something on its on the side like it's not tied in it's never really tied in with the craziness with the other shows. Uh, But I sort of like the idea that this is gonna sort of be on its own. Maybe it exists in the same universe or whatever, but those people never really cross paths or whatever. I don't know. I sort sort of like that idea. And there's obviously there's a lot of they're flooding CW with these shows right now. And
1: I mean, they got the Teen
0: Titan ones that's gonna come out. Crazy, yeah. There's so much stuff, and. I, I would say they're already at the tipping point when it comes to having too much content, but that's because we're <laughs> on a podcast that reviews these shows, and there's already one show that we aren't reviewing on this network. And there's, you know, way more than one CW show that we aren't reviewing in general. So <laughs> it's, uh, I feel like they've hit the tipping point, but that's just me. Uh, what would you give uh, The Resurrection then, the episode one of Black Lightning? Uh, like four and a quarter. Yeah, I gave. I thought, it... I mean, I thought it was really good. Yeah, me too. I actually liked it a little bit more than you did. Even I gave it a four and a half. Uh, I was very pleasantly surprised with a really strong outing, and this—I you're it right. Didn't it didn't feel like a CW show. I it think it did that not. was the. Um, I mean, they were all pretty people, but sure. It borrowed it made sense the way they were using them. You're right. It and you're right. It borrowed. It borrowed a little bit from each of the shows. But at the same time, it also felt completely different from all those other shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. They made, they made it work. I, uh, I really liked it. And also, I'm sure there's probably a lot of right-wing people that are going to really hate this show. They had a <laughs> black guy getting pulled over by cops for no reason right at the beginning. I'm sure there's people screaming Blue Lives Matters at their television screens watching this. I'm, I'm sure of it. Uh, I like the episode a lot. So we'll definitely be giving it another go. All right, season six, Glenn of Arrow, episode 10.
1: Dear called, God, just ended already.
0: It's called Divided. If Caden James has a posse, then maybe we need to even the playing field.
1: What are we going to do here?
0: We're forming a team. You don't go into the field with people you can't rely on. I can stop them. something we probably won't be on the score for this episode. No. Uh, I'd strap yourself in for this rousing synopsis, Glenn. Having left Team Arrow, Renee, uh, Dinah, and Curtis form their own team. Oliver once again faces Caden James, Laurel, and Ricardo in battle before he is helped by his former teammates. Oliver thanks them and offers them an opportunity to return to Team Arrow but they turn him down as they are not quite there yet. Laurel Caden and Ricardo make plans the end. What did you make of Arrow this week uh I mean that's all that happened nothing else happened in this episode no uh, I Diggle, mean it was got his arm just, Diggle got his arm back
1: yeah that's just God. I mean how many episodes are we gonna have about the team breaking out coming back breaking up coming back. Them mm. chastising one another about how we can't trust each other. Like, God, just so one note. Like, I just don't care anymore.
0: Yeah, it was. I uh... don't.
1: I know we've said it and I know I've said it, but Lord, I really don't know if I can make it the rest of the season because I truly
0: don't care. Um. Well, I'm going to I'm going to push it until Legends comes back and then uh, then we'll see how we reformat the show. So you got to put up with at least three more episodes, but uh, because then I think at that point Legends uh, Legends will have returned, and we we may very well switch out Arrow. I have no problem with it at this point switching it out. So uh, yeah, this was uh, a pretty bland episode. It had a decent fight scene in it at one point. I think uh, it had some weirdness with uh, Dinah and her vigilante friend lover partner whatever they are that turned out to be pretty awful as well i don't know uh team renee dinah and curtis have a new cave lair whatever uh but that's about it by the way i love the uh Seriously, my favorite thing about this episode is the Wikipedia article description, where it says that they turned down Oliver because, quote, they're not quite there yet, unquote. Like, are they going to get there at some point? Or they just give Oliver enough time, they'll come back as a team? Of course they will. But uh, you're right, Glenn. This is a uh, one note. I'm struggling to think of something to say to stretch out the time to make this not a like 10-minute podcast. Oh, we're at 20 minutes. Well, never mind. Never mind. Plenty has been said about this episode of Arrow. Glenn, what would you score it? Uh, one. Woo! Wow, you thought way less of it than not much less. I gave it one and three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> but you thought less of it than I did. Uh, I, I thought I there did, was like, a nice. Uh, fight scene. Why? Like there was nothing to it. It was yeah. It was just there. The biggest news in this episode is that Diggle's arm works now biggest news of the episode okay well three more of those to go glenn uh all right to- <laughs> head on over to Cinema. actually no, know what i can't i can't say head on over to cinemageekly.com yet uh i've got to thank the good folks over at think geek for sponsoring the podcast this week uh head on over to cinemageekly.com slash think geek or click the think geek link at the top of the page to uh, order yourself some sweet DC-themed merchandise from ThinkGeek. There's a ton of stuff. I actually do not see anything particularly interesting this week, though. Uh, I mean, if you want to get yourself a Wonder Woman fidget spinner, uh, you can do that at cinemageekly.com slash thinkgeek uh, or use the ThinkGeek link at the top of the page at cinemageekly.com. And that, Glenn is a wrap for this week's episode head on over to cinema check out the archives of the show and you can find us on apple podcasts and google play music just search for flashing arrow and hit subscribe and we will be back next week to talk more dccw shows with season four of the flash episode 11 called the elongated night rises it's an amazing episode title uh, season 1, Episode 2 of Black Lightning, called Lawanda, The Book of Hope. And Season 6, Episode 11 of Arrow, called We Fall. Get it? Because this episode was called Divided. Divided We Fall.